The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by SGPN Fantasy. Dominate your draft with the free SGPN Draft Kit. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft kit. And the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. There's $5,000 up for grabs in our NFL contest and $1,500 in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our hosts, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? I'm doing good. This might be some uh, some good news for you for you guys. With uh, waiting for hockey season, I've been watching more football, and I've, I've I'm becoming more of an NFL fan here. Watch, watching watching the primetime games, just just a kind of a casual fan. But yeah, it, it's been fun to have this to hold me over until hockey season. Funny how that works. The Eagles are finally uh, good again, and then uh, Ryan gets back into football. Yeah, but yeah, right, right there with you. That's what September's all about. Uh, gearing up for the the new sports calendar. That's uh, when things reset and all that. So yeah, loving loving life right now. Things are busy as hell, losing sleep and all that. But I couldn't be happier. Wouldn't have it any other way, eh? Um, yeah, I'm with you, man. This has been an awesome month, dude. You guys said it. football's back. We're working the ask for hockey's right around the corner, too. Uh, if you're a baseball fan, obviously baseball's doing its thing. All the sports are kicking off, dude, so it's pretty fucking sweet. It's the best time of the year. We say it all the times when we're talking about this time of the year on this podcast and stuff, but this right here, it's getting to be the best time of the year. Uh, as far as hockey goes, man, there's tons of futures and shit to look forward to, so we'll definitely be touching on that a little bit farther. Uh, before we get going here, we're going to start it off. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Touched on at the beginning of the show. All the sports are doing sports things, and you can win some good fucking money on it just by going to that website, listening to the other shows, man, checking out the other picks. You know, we'll be doing it too. We'll be posting nightly picks. You know, Ryan was on top of it last year. Jolie and I slouched a little bit. I shouldn't say that. Joel was pretty included. I slouched a little bit. We'll be sure to make sure that those are uh, pretty consistent this year, but they do those for other sports as well. So get your ass on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website, listen to the other shows, check out the other articles, download the app too, man. That's a great way to get the picks. Uh, the, the app is awesome. I go there for college football picks all the time if I'm stuck between uh, a couple different teams or an over-under. So definitely go check all that shit out uh, as well. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord, always popping off. Getting fired up. Fucking Discord life. Let's go, boys. Shout out to all of our fellas and ladies. I don't, do we have any female listeners in the Discord? I don't know if we do. If we do and you're just not very talkative, but you're in there looking around, that's awesome. And, you know, say something, say hello. But more importantly, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the sli- or in the uh, Discord. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you haven't heard, we, we moved to Discord. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, you, like, read my mind there. Uh, I was going to shout out the college football experience. I think Colby went, like, 80 and 30 on Moneyline plays this, this oh past week. God. Something something insane. So definitely check them out. The app is is fantastic, sg.pn slash app. 
to get that. And yeah, it's hockey season coming up, baseball season coming to a close. So always a good time. Surprisingly, we have no new reviews since when we recorded an episode last about uh, an hour ago. So make sure you do that. <laughs> Go to sg.pn slash hockey. Leave us a five-star rating and review and give us a follow on Twitter as well at SG hockey at, at hockey SGPN. All right. Uh, keeping things going here. We're doing a little bit of a different show here. We've last four shows or so. We've been going through actual divisions and previews and, you know, things of that nature, touching into teams, you know, a little bit on the specific end. This show is going to be a little bit different. This is uh, this is the knowledge power hour with our very own Joel Meyer here. So Joel Meyer is going to come in. He's going to hit some. Uh, he's had a couple maybe gambling topics that have been on his mind over the past offseason, a couple bones to pick. So this is going to be called Jolie's Bone. Uh, you're going to either jump into Jolie's Bone, you're either on Jolie's Bone, or you're off Jolie's Bone. But the only way you get on or off Jolie's Bone is if Jolie says so. So, Jolie, I'm throwing it over to you to either put us or take us off your bone. Jolie's Bone, what do you got? Yeah, well, speaking of Discord, you know, I'm not on Twitter, so I don't see the, the gambling Twitter stuff that goes on. But uh, now that I'm on Discord all the time, I got some new faces in there. There's a lot of misperceptions going on, little uh, myths and, and falsehoods and uh, betting disinformation, if you will. And uh, we're, we're going to have uh, three topics here. They're all related to one another. They're all about market dynamics. Uh, I don't claim to be. I don't claim. I don't claim to be an expert here. I work in a fucking warehouse. I drink on the job, but I do digest <laughs> a lot of information. And I've been doing this for 14 years. So I do know a little bit. And, uh, yeah, right now with, with uh, betting being legalized throughout most of the states now, I, there's a lot of stuff going on that that's just not true. So we're going to start with number one here, that uh, public money moves the lines. We see we see guys celebrating because they see the number going against their bet, which makes no fucking sense. Uh, one example, we saw someone celebrating seeing the line moves towards the Rams in the first game of the season against the Bills because the books are so-called balancing action. Uh, this is a fallacy that public money significantly moves lines, that books just want two-way action. Uh, it, it's total nonsense. The books have 80%, 90% exposure on games all the time. I remember listening to an interview with oddsmaker Chris Bennett at Circa a couple months ago, and he explicitly said that it's less than 2% of the time where they make money regardless of the side who wins. So the, the books are, are cheering for teams all the time, um, and the books are okay with that liability because in the end, they'll win as many of them as they lose and will come out ahead because of the uh, vigorish that we betters have to pay. Uh, another example I saw in the college football channel, a different guy wanted to get off of Texas A&M minus five and a half because the books moved it to minus six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this stuff uh, really grinds my gears. Uh, once again, it is a misperception of public money significantly moves lines. The books do not care about what people with negative track records or in their red on their sites are betting. They will eat that money up all day long. They won't move the line much uh, either way. Now, you might get a bit of movement at smaller, more public shops closer to game time because they don't have the same handle or they don't get a lot of sharp action, but it's uh, insignificant compared to how professionals move the line. That is why the, the closing line is the most efficient number. Everyone has had a chance to bet into it. Everyone's opinions have been accounted for. The limits are at their highest. Team lineups have been finalized, and the line settles at something more correct than when it opened. So you want to be the furthest from it as possible in a positive direction because it shows that you beat the market, that you arrived at a better price for a bet before the rest of us got there. Doing this consistently is how you win long term. Uh, like that Texas A&M bet. Obviously, 
he would have won there. Uh, I hope he didn't cash out on that. <laughs> they, they won by nine, I believe. Um, you can even see this in how some books offer you a cash out option before a game that gives you back more money than you staked. Uh, like you say, if you, you bet 200 bucks on the game, they'll offer you 220 bucks if uh, the line moves up with you. Uh, I, don't I don't recommend taking that option because you end up paying the VIG twice, once to place the bet and again to bail the book by cashing out. If you want to capitalize on very good CLV without stressing the results of the game, just fucking bet the other side. And uh, you might even get a middle in there too. So that's there we the, go. Uh, segment number one. What do you guys think? Now, I, I got... I'll go ahead first. I, I have a question here for Professor Meyer. First of all, I have a comment. <laughs> uh, Joel Meyer digests two things, alcohol and information. So this is where you want to come for all the best stuff. So Joel... During during the season when we're talking about games, we usually preview games the night before, if not two nights before. So, and you say, okay, I'm going to bet this now because the line's going to move, or you're going to wait for a better line. What do you you use to determine that? In, in when you're either waiting to place a bet or making sure you're betting it before the line moves, like what do you use if it's not public perception? Yeah, so it's important to have your own numbers. Uh, and it, it, like, say you make a game. Now we're going to use football here because I'm in football mind here. If you make a game minus two and a half and the line is at three, you're going to bet it. Uh, you don't care what that... Uh, uh, I mean, unless you know it's going to go the other way, you're going to bet it. But how do you uh, know that is the question. Well, it, it, but yeah, if, if you have your own lines in your own system and you think, okay, this line is off, I'm going to bet it. But what, how do you choose to, okay, I'm going to bet it now versus I think this line is going to move. Let me wait to bet it. That's a great question. First of all, most of the time, if you have a good line, you just bet it immediately. But there are certain occasions when you take exception to that. Uh, let's say like the, the Bills right now are, are a big public team. Uh, everyone's betting the Bills. Everyone has a high market rating on the Bills. Uh, you, you're you're going to want to wait to bet against them. Um, so that's occasion where you want to wait. Like you, you typically want to bet favorites early and then dogs later because uh, typically the favorites get bet up. Uh, but uh, in my opinion, if you if you don't even need to go into this, uh, if you if you have a good number, you just bet it and and you live with what the result is. But uh, if you get into the weeds of it and you you know what the market is doing, then you, you then you really get to uh, get some CLV because. Uh, you get to wait for the the best of the number. You get to wait for the other guys to bet that team, and then you bet on the other side. So you get a better number there. But uh, that 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 comes from studying the market, seeing the trends, seeing uh, when people are betting, who is betting this and that. It's hard to do, but it, it's a really a full time job. But uh, that's what it comes down to. But uh, for for beginning stuff, I think it, if you just have a good number, you you just bet it and you live with the results. But uh, at the end of the day. Uh, you 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 can um, you can study uh, this stuff to see when people are betting it and and who likes what and if, if you're just like in the in the uh, in the content space the betting space uh, you could see that the teams that uh, uh, people are really high on and all that kind of thing and uh, uh, you can choose when exactly to enter the market and all that so. See, that makes sense, man. I feel like a lot of this kind of comes down to and like you know, Joel, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but like a lot of it is trusting your gut if you see a line early that you really like and you're really behind this team and you know you've done your research you looked at the stats that you want to gauge your decision on and you're like fuck yeah i expect this team to win you make that bet early 
and even later, if you see like, oh, the public money's going against what I picked, they, people don't think this. If you still honestly believe that, then it's not a bad thing. Man. Trust your gut. Get in with you, Ken. If you think for whatever reason, say, you know, in hockey terms, or there's Columbus Blue Jackets going up against Pittsburgh Penguins or something, like, yes, Pittsburgh should win. But you look ahead and you say, hey, Elvis Merzlikens is, I don't know, this is all made up. Maybe he's five and two against the Penguins in his career at home or some shit like that. And the game's being played in Columbus. Don't be afraid to see the money, you know, moving against you. If you bet Columbus early, you found that start. You're like, yes, I like this. You know, obviously the money's coming in on Pittsburgh. A lot of people are think Pittsburgh's going to win. But don't, you know, don't be afraid to, to stick your ground, I guess. Is that kind of what you're getting at here or what? Well, sure, in one sense. Uh, yeah, you want to bet the number that you, you got. But uh, you also, um, uh, you want to get the best value on that number. Like you want to bet mm-hmm. the, uh, put the side at the right time that kind of thing because uh, at the end of the day it comes down to getting that clv that's why those books want to give you that cash out option uh because you're you're actually winning before the game's even played so uh yeah if the line goes against you that's the bad thing but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the end of the day if your numbers are good the line will go with you that's the point um so i i'm not stressing the public money that doesn't move the lines for me by that we're gonna go into point number two here Wait, I just want to make a point there. I, I'm glad you you pointed out hedging is much better than cashing out because unless the cash out is way out of your bankroll range, it's always more expected value to just hedge your bet and get more or go for a middle, which is something I'm a fan of doing, as I've talked about here on this podcast before and in the Slack and Discord. So I, I'm glad to hear you say that. Exactly. I, I don't typically go the other way on these, these sides. I, I just go with my original bet, but... Uh, um, it's only it's only good to hedge if you actually think the other side is a good bet. Let, let's say mm-hmm. the uh, let's say the crack in our uh, minus one twenty. Uh, well, that might never happen this year, but uh, let's say the minus one twenty <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the sharks are, are plus one hundred. Um, and the line goes up to minus one fifty for the crack, and the sharks go up to plus one thirty. So that that point. You're thinking, okay, the Sharks actually have some value here at plus 130. That's when you put the other side. You don't just mm-hmm. automatically do it because you got some value, uh, in, in my opinion. Anyway, some guys like to just do it anyway because they want to guarantee a, a good result. But long term, I think that uh, it's better just sticking out uh, with the original bet unless there's value on the other side. In that case, uh, yeah, I think the, the value would be on the Sharks. But uh, anyway, point number two, we're going to go with the uh, – so-called reverse line movement or the, the strategy of fading the public. We see this all the time now. There's like 30 betting apps and they all show the betting splits, which allegedly show where the money and where the tickets are going. So you'll see people saying things like 80% of the money, 80% of the tickets are on the Maple Leafs. So I have to go the other way because the public is dumb. <laughs> First of all, those betting splits are all over the place. One app will show you it's 85%, another will show you 55% because they're getting their information from different spots and because different books take money from different people. There's no consistency there. More importantly, I never see these numbers show when that money came in. Are all those tickets on the Leafs when they opened at minus 150 or did they come in when they're minus 240, the current line? The, the ticket handle percentages are almost meaningless. What's meaningful is knowing when the money came in, why the money came in, and who is behind it. This is a lot more work than just going to the fucking action network or whatever and seeing 88% of the tickets around the Leafs, which is true most of the time anyway in Canada, right? Uh, true that there is market perception that inflates certain teams like the Leafs most years, especially now that they're good. 
but this is reflected in the line itself, not betting splits. You will see buyback against a number if it is incorrect, and the line will just accordingly. Uh, yeah, everyone always wants to be on Dakes' side because the house always wins. That's what they say. You talk to people on the street, everyone knows that the house always wins. How do they build those fucking casinos? Because the house always wins, blah, 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 blah. Except that it doesn't, and it doesn't have to. Remember that because of the vague, betting with the books incurs a minus 110 tax on a standard two-way line. Well, the book gets to play them up plus 110. We don't get that plus 110. We have to pay minus 110 to be on the side of the book. The better would need the book to win more than 52% of the time to be profitable. Well, the book itself only needs to win about 48% of the time to be profitable. This is an oversimplification. Oversimplification, to be sure. Books often do have their own opinions on games that they stand behind to some degree. But their biggest advantage is definitely the juice we have to pay. If the public truly failed more than 50% of the time, there would be no VIG. There would be markets offering entirely free lines because everyone would flock to those books. The house always wins because of the tax that makes us pay, not necessarily because it knows more than the better. In fact, the house knows less than the better a lot of the time because it uses him or her to sharpen its own line. There's really only a few respectable odds makers, and uh, aside from Circa, the Westgate, and Vegas, they're mostly offshore. The majority of these books are, they, they more or less fall in line with the odds that these guys are setting. Like uh, these, uh, the, the, the smaller books, the more public books, they'll just copy what the fucking odds makers are, are setting and uh, what the sharp guys are betting into. They'll open up soft, low-limit markets to feel out what the professional thinks about a game, and will quickly move it in this direction. They need to do this before the limits rise, or they will get destroyed by heavy, sharp money. That's why I find it much easier to bet games early on, like we do. Like We, we bet games uh, pretty much the lines really open at, <laughs> late at night, um, because I'm definitely not wagering five, six figures at a time, so I might as well bet against a weaker number. In other words, I'd rather just go against some booking in a fucking uh, Costa Rican office than against the league <laughs> betters and syndicates who make better numbers on games. It's actually kind of ironic how the, the fade the public play and all the betting content out there feeding into it by providing pseudo-mythical betting splits has become the public angle itself. So uh, the real fate the public is, is is fading the fate of the public. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit boost up to $1,000. WinBet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select Build Your Own Bet, and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try FuboTV free for seven days and get 15% off of your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V dot com slash SGP. 
You also got to check out Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promos from sports books to get the best deal. They have handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, player stats, key game stats, projected game day weather, and their bet tracker allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire, oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Okay, so so basically what, I, what I'm trying to gather from your first two points here about public money moving lines and also fading the public is kind of it's most important to have a grasp on knowing where the public money is going. It's like, for example, you said, okay, the Bills, people love them now, so if you want to bet against them, wait. But if you want to bet on the Bills, bet as soon as the line comes out. So I think the most important thing you're saying is to to kind of know the public – know where the money is going, know where the lines might be moving. Especially we saw it last year, I think, in the playoffs too. With We talked about it with Edmonton and McDavid and everyone kind of following him, especially going against the Avalanche, and we were able to go against that just because we knew the Avalanche were a better team. But is that basically one of the key things is knowing the public? You're halfway there. I really don't give a shit when the public bets. Like The, the books don't care. I don't care. Uh, but the, the point is that the sharp bettors will bet that before the public – before the mm-hmm. line moves, right? So the, the public will bet it late because that's when they do. They get off work, they bet they bet a game. <laughs> they, don't, they don't care. Hmm. Uh, but if you've done it early, that's when you get the better value on like the favorites, like the abs, the leaves, and that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, the, the line typically moves towards the favorites uh, more often than not. So uh, that that's, that's where you're getting uh, the value on the favorites. Uh, and then you come back on the dog. Like later on, like you can fade the market. Like say a lot of... People like the the bills, then you come back on the Rams and, and so forth. Like uh, especially too because the sharp betters, they do like to middle, so they'll get a great number at first. Like say uh, they had uh, Bills minus seven against the Titans, and they're waiting for plus ten and a half. The plus ten and a half never got there, but they're waiting for it. But that right before the game started, there was only plus ten, so they're like, oh fuck, we got to do it now. So they they cal- they gobbled up all that plus ten, and the public thinks oh, or not the public, but the uh, the mythical fate the public players are saying, oh, wow, there's money on the, the Titans now. They're the public side. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous because it's, it's the same guys betting both sides. Like they got minus seven and they got plus 10. So uh, they're, they're guaranteed at least at least some value there. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, it, it, uh, the public is, is basically meaningless. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't do much to the line. So that's the most important thing. It's just uh, studying who's betting this, where the lines are going. And uh, yeah, if you have your own numbers and if you're confident about them, then then you'll be able to track this stuff compared to how the line moves. It's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot more work than fucking looking at the uh, betting splits and saying, oh, whoa, 90% of the public are on this bet. I better go the other way. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like if, if, there's no professional better that does that ever. So yeah, it, it's it's a... Nonsense strategy. If you're if you're out there having fun, that's as good as an angle as any. I will say that. I'm not. I'm here to judge, but uh, it, long term, it, it's not a winning strategy. All right. Now, next thing you got here, it's uh, it's trap lines. What do you got on us for trap lines, there, Julie? Yeah, I'll keep it short since I brought this up a couple times before. But it uh, bears mentioning because it's a very popular thing during football season to call a game a trap, or that it's fishy, or that it's too easy, so it must be wrong. The idea is basically that the book is willing to take in a lot of public action on a team the public think is cheap because the book is certain in the opposite side. 
But in truth, there is no such thing as a trap game. There's just the ignorance of the better. Uh, Vegas is... <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Vegas is not luring us in with cheese or a worm or Colorado minus 130 to steal all our money. <laughs> Quote, unquote, Vegas does not know the results of games beforehand, though you'd think they do by the way that people talk about this. The books are actually behind the better more often than not when it comes to information, especially in today's social media age. Like, uh, like say, Adam Schefter or uh, Elliot Freeman tweets all the things. The betters know that before the fucking books, and they bet into that immediately. And that's why that's the good books point. Uh, take mm-hmm. that stuff down. So, like, uh, people think that Vegas knows everything. That's not the case. It's just uh, people are behind the people who are actually making these lines. Um, yeah, there's reasons behind every line. By calling it a trap, you're just admitting that you don't know what those reasons are. If that's your definition of a trappy, fishy line, whatever, fine. But it's definitely not because the book has a serious advantage on one side, but they're taking in all this public money because they are supremely confident in the other side, like to know what happens beforehand. If you as a better are confident in your numbers, just fucking bet them, regardless of how fishy or trappy might seem, especially early on. Uh, like I said before, like we bet these games uh, during the show, during the season, uh, really early on, basically when they populate. So we get closing line value a lot of the time. So uh, that that's the best way to do it. At, if you're not betting, uh, you know, max limits, which I doubt our listeners are <laughs> if they're listening to us. I hope not. <laughs> That's the end of my uh, my lesson here. All right. So one question I had kind of on last last point in this point is basically what what I or I think Talon does when we're betting like just random overnight Asian baseball games or whatever is <laughs> looking looking at the lines. If most books have a team at minus one thirty. And we can get that team at minus one fifteen, and like blindly just betting that for fun. What are your what? As long as it's for fun, that's fine. But like, what do you think about just like going based off that, getting value on a certain book versus other books? Oh, absolutely, I totally agree. Uh, especially you want to look at the sharp books, see what their line is at, and then if you find like an off book, like a local, what you Americans have, uh, and then if, if it's like minus one fifteen at a sharp book, it's it's like plus 102 at a local. You bet the plus 102 every day uh, because the guys taking the, the big money at the sharper books are uh, more informed than the guys at the local book. So, yeah, especially like uh, smaller markets, that kind of thing, like Korean baseball or the Olympics. <laughs> like, I like to bet. Uh, there's a lot of value in doing this. And, of course, once again, not big limits. I mean, these, they won't even take a thousand bucks at all of this stuff. But uh uh, yeah, if you're a small time better, that that's the best way to do it. You just look at the sharp books. Like uh, I'm not going to mention names because we're apparently uh, beholden to WinBet, but uh, yeah, <laughs> WinBet is the sharp out there. Okay, okay yeah, yeah it's enough, the best enough. book just... of all time. What are you even talking about? Love <laughs> yeah, you, WinBet. Just... <laughs> yeah, just, uh, if you want more information, then uh, talk to me on Discord. If... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Good, good at, good at it for the Discord there. Oh fuck yeah, I love it. All right, guys, that was a good little set. That was a, was a great first segment of uh, yeah. Jolie's Bone. Uh, it, uh, as, a, as, a, as a listener, if you want to see more of Jolie's if, Bone. If you want to ride uh, along. If you want to ride along Joel's Bone anymore and you want more of Joel's Bone in your life, just let us know and we'll be sure that uh, Jolie's willing to provide his bone to you guys. Yeah, I also think mainly what, what Joel was saying is just listen to our podcast because we tell you what to bet, what's going to happen beforehand. <laughs> we, 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 we preview the game the night before before the lines move kind of too much and and that's always always a good thing 
And then, but I, you know, this is just kind of like off the topic here, but something I like about our show is we don't always, all three of us necessarily agree with the same thing. So you'll get mm-hmm. different inputs. Say if you're kind of feeling one way, maybe one of us will justify it and the other ones will kind of pick it apart a little bit, but at least we'll have that conversation, right? So it can help you make the decision. And that's kind of what's cool about what we do. And that's what's awesome about our show, man. We got all of us doing different stuff. The Discord as well, we'll have people, our friends and fans and their friends and listeners in the Discord that will be saying the same thing. Like, oh, you guys said this. I don't necessarily agree with you. So this is the best fucking place about it, man. Another reason to get your ass in the Discord for sure. Um, all right, guys, that wraps up our uh, Jolie's Bone. Uh, we'll be sure to do more of that. That was pretty cool, man. So if you guys have any other topics that you want us to touch on or if Jolie has anything that comes to his mind or maybe even if Ryan's bone gets fired Ooh. up, there'll, there'll, be, there'll be some bones for you listeners out there. So don't you worry about it. Um, we got a couple little odds things here we're going to run through. Uh, at first, we're going to go through, this is kind of a fun one, which division to win the Stanley Cup? Uh, first one on the docket, the Atlantic's paying off plus 195, Central sitting at plus 225, uh, the Metro's at plus 330, and the Pacific plus 400. Ryan, what do you think here, bud? Yeah, I'm looking at his odds here. The Atlantic, I mean, they're the best for a reason. They have Florida, Toronto, Tampa, even even Boston, if they can go on a run. I think they have the, the most quantity, while the Central clearly has the most quality because they have the, the abs at plus around 380, 400 to win the cup. Getting down to 225, just looking at maybe the Wild or the Blues or the Stars going on a run. And after that, you're basically just choosing Carolina and the Rangers and the Penguins for the Metro, and then the Pacific, basically Edmonton and, and Carolina, and maybe if, if Vegas or the Kings can make a run. So this isn't a, a market I would I would seek out to bet but i think if, if you want kind of a fun bet to, to ride along with just go with go with the atlantic or with the metro and, and just hope that you have a wide wider net there of, of teams to cheer on i don't think maybe it's the sharpest play but it's it's a good play if you don't want to have too much money tied up in, in a plus odds bet because the central basically is just abs or bust and at that point just bet on the abs mm-hmm. yeah i mean uh, it's uh this is a hard market to judge right now. Uh, I do like the Atlantic teams, of course. We got the Bruins, the Lightning, the Leafs, Panthers. Uh, I think the Atlantic are the right, right hole favorites there, plus 25. Um, Central, we got the Avs and the Blues. I think those are the only two teams in that division capable of winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, Metro is the most interesting, I think, plus 330. I know. Uh, I've, I've talked some good stuff about the Islanders uh, once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, the only fucking one. <laughs> yeah, but we also got the Penguins. We got the Capitals. We got these old Carolina. Teams that, yeah, the Carolina, Flyers. Of course. Sure. Ah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think the Metro here. If you're gonna, if you're gonna dabble in this market, uh, I would, I'll pick the Metro. But uh, as a general rule, I think you're just better off picking teams you like to pick uh, up rather than just. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning $250,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop, over-unders, or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. 
make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at promo at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. The whole division. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly, man. Like to me, if you're gonna if you're gonna pick like a team out of any of these divisions, just bet the individual team. But but this can be good. Like if you got a couple buddies or something, and maybe some of them aren't too privy in the gambling, this is a good way to get a little bit of action on them, you know. The just say, hey, yeah, no, he's no, he's good. But there's a couple Danny? Others, be like, yeah, Danny, be like, hey, twenty bucks, you know, I'll give you twenty bucks, you know, three to one, the uh, team from the Metro wins the wins the fucking cup this year, just because I like Carolina, you know, something like that. So if you're looking for like your non, you know, you're, so here, you're here, more casual, better. Here's right? Talon's betting advice: yeah. just screw over your buddies. Yeah, yeah, no, go for no. Like twenty bucks. You know, you're not going for the jugular. It's not a fucking. <laughs> $500 game or anything like that, but a little something that, you know, if you're looking for a little bit of action throughout the year and you can bust each other's balls throughout the season, so like, give me the Metro three to one or 20 bucks or something, you know? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. This is, this is a bet for the more, the more casual fan, even the, not just on the level where they're not necessarily diehard fans. We just want to have kind of a stake in a, in a few different teams there. And that's something I wanted to bring up that, that Joel brought up possibly just in the discord or Slack, but possibly on a podcast as well is, having stakes in teams for the long run for the whole season rather than possibly betting more game to game. Because that's something I'm I'm considering is like cutting my unit size for, for game action and just putting more into like a team or two in each division, one team to do well, one team to do bad, maybe a third team if I feel strongly. And just then you have something to root for pretty much in whatever game you want because it, either one of your conference teams is going to be involved, something something – is going to have playoff implications. So that's something I'm kind of experiment, experimenting with doing because, you know, the bankroll gets thin around this time of year. You have some futures out there. You got football betting, you got, you got hockey betting, you got baseball futures still out. So you want to look at teams that, you know, can, can look at some, some return on investment in the long run while still having an impact, a cheering interest, you know, night to night, depending on what teams are playing. So that's something I'm looking at rather than going, Game by game, I don't know what you guys think about that. I like that a lot. It's it's funny that the uh, uh, the public likes to to bet these games like right before the game, but that's not the the most valued, like the most bang for your buck. The the best value for your buck is just to bet a team for a season long thing. You get to cheer that team on every freaking game for a lot cheaper price than just betting them game by game. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, yeah, if you're just looking for entertainment, the the best value is on futures because you get to bet a few teams and see how they do the whole season long. You could spend like, say you, you put a hundred bucks on three teams to win the cup. You get the cheer for those three teams all season long and you'll probably end up saving yourself some money. Cause you don't have to listen to our picks at the end. Hey, still, still listen to our picks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I, I'm uh, yeah, you know what I mean though? Uh, yeah. It, it the, is me. I you, am the public. You, you get the bet. <laughs> You get yeah, to bet basically put, put eighty-two five, games put in five, one. Put five bucks down, put ten bucks down, game to game, and then put like fifty bucks or a hundred bucks down on on those team futures. And and the thing is, you know, kids, kids, kids these days just their attention spans are just absolutely horrible. So they, they want to have that <laughs> that instant instant uh, gratification. There, I say, as I tried to specialize in first period bets uh, last season. So yeah, <laughs> I, I completely understand that. But yeah, the 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 long term future bets. 
seem to be the, the best bets to make if you can if you can wait for that. Logically speaking, you will make more money if you strict not strictly, but put a majority of your money into futures bets. Now on the back on the behalf but will you have as much that's not you you will you will risk losing less money. That's true, but you have the potential to gain more money. Let's face it. Wait, 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 wait. Let me let me qualify that. There's actually a lot bigger hold in futures markets compared to like a game by game bet, like it's a minus one ten each side. That that that's uh, just twenty cents, but the the books actually take a lot bigger hold in the futures markets because they can hide it, right? Mm-hmm. You get like the yeah. plus five hundred, plus seven hundred, plus eight hundred. They can hide it easily, so you actually pay more vigors there. But if you use different books, say one book has a team plus six hundred, another team, another book has a team plus eight hundred. You bet the plus eight hundred, and you save that right there. So you need to have multiple outs in order to capitalize on these futures. That's the biggest thing. Uh, I love betting futures. That's my biggest thing. I'm always pouring more equity into it. And uh, and yeah, but uh, you need to have a lot of books to uh, really capitalize on it. With, uh, uh, but don't just use one book or features because uh, you're just feeding the book at that point. Yeah, you can use our friends at uh, Odds Trader to compare, compare odds oh. across, across different books there if you're trying to find the best bet. And yeah, it's we're not going to unit shame here. So yeah, if you're going to, over the course of the season, you're going to bet hundreds, if not thousands of units on hockey games. And like you could just put 10 units, 15 units on one team to win the division, maybe an over points, maybe throw a few units, units on to win the cup. And you're you're risking much less overall and you're still having that same interest game by game, week by week, as your teams move up and down the standings as the season moves along. We do not shame based on units on this show. We have all been unit <laughs> shamed at once in our life. <laughs> no, 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 you don't laugh, Ryan. You're good, bro. Like, I heard you're laughing. That's a huge thing you're saying. Um, uh, next thing we got here, this kind of ties into everything that we just talked about, so we won't go too big into it, but conferences to win the Cup. The East is paying minus 125, the West minus 105. I feel, again, at this, you're probably best just to bet your individual team or if you want to division. But like we said, if you want to have smashing with your buddy or something, yeah, this is something you could do for sure. Um, all right, we're going to jump into... Oh, what? Do you got something to add on that? I mean, I mean, we don't have to go into it like deep, but like you're just going to mention that and just not even throw it to us <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, well, what do you want? East or West? Who, I mean, I'll, okay. I'll there, one, go, go ahead, Joel. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, basically, if you're betting the West, you have to bet the Avalanche. Otherwise, <laughs> the team in the West is going to yeah. be underdogs. So just mm-hmm. bet the call, mm-hmm. respect call yeah. out. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. I just wanted to say that. I mean, this this market is weird. I'd rather bet the East at minus 125 than West minus 105, just because there's a lot better teams in the East, and they'll be battle-tested before they, they go oh, there. No, they'll be battle-tested. All right, yeah. I, I was going to say, the East minus 125, and you can even hedge with, with the Avs plus 380, and then if some other Western team somehow wins it, I'm sure you can get some decent odds on that at some point. And, yeah, there's just odds I, I was throwing in our show sheet here to try to generate some discussion. And here, here's one. Our, our last show... Talon mentioned how he would bet on Patrick Laine to have 45, if not 50 goals. Here's Patrick Laine's goal total for, for, for the year, over under 31 and a half. Oh, how, how many units are you putting God. on that? I'm going to mortgage. I don't I don't own an apartment. I currently rent, but I'm going to take out. I'm going to ask my girlfriend for all the money <laughs> that she has saved up for a new apartment we'll hopefully be buying. And we are going to be putting it on the over <laughs> on this number and fucking doubling that up quick. 31? Is that the fucking number for fucking the Finnish sensation, Patrick Line? No, 
That's absolutely ridiculous. This is going to be over. Bet this, bet this, bet this. Mortgage your house. Sell your kids if you have kids. Sell everything you own. Live on the streets for a year, but just know you will be instantly doubling your life savings, okay? So by this time next year, you will have double the amount of money that is in your account. Patrick Laine is going to score at least 45 fucking goals this year. And if, you, if you're going to give me him at 31, I don't even know. I'm going to have to go take out a loan. I don't know what I'm going to do. This is fucked. I'm all over this. This is this is my play for the year. Lock of the year. There you go. That's a play you can put a bunch of units on and then cheer on Patrick Lana every time the Blue Jackets play. True. I like it. I You know, I was pretty big on Columbus. I love that cannon. I love me a good cannon. So fuck <laughs> yeah, I'll be watching Columbus games, man. <laughs> um, what else we got here? We got odds for the first coach to be fired. This is a list I don't necessarily love. Uh, <laughs> number first. And this is such fucking bullshit. I don't know who's making these odds. This is fucking stupid. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, Sheldon Keith, first coach to be fired this season, paying off plus 650. That's bullshit. Uh, Dave Haxtell for Seattle is plus 700. Dallas Eakins for Arizona, plus 600. Peter Laviolette for Washington, plus 800. Don't hate that if Washington stinks it up right off the get-go. Uh, Lindy Ruff plus 900. Uh, the rest of these might as well be a mush, man. I don't think any of these other guys are going to get fired here. What do you think? Any thoughts? Yeah, I got a, I got some thoughts. Uh, Dave Haxtell is down at 7-1, to apparently. I mean, <laughs> I'm not seeing that market up on the book that I bet him. But I have him 18-1 to to be fired. So that's good news, I guess. Uh, but I also have... Um, what do I got here? Yeah, Bruce Cassidy because it's fucking Vegas. They'll they'll fire a coach for no. Yeah, that's a great reason. point. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if the team loses two games, they might fire. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah. We got bonus at a uh, sixty to one. He's sixty six to one now. I don't know about that. Uh, he is uh, in Winnipeg. There, they got a leadership structure. He's an old man. He might die. I mean, the, the odds are that the uh, first coach <laughs> does that count if you die? Yeah, well, the one I bet it, Matt, is He's not to permanently anymore. leave position. <laughs> it's not to be fired, permanently leave position. I made To sure permanently that. leave the Did earth. you have Eugene Melnick last year's first <laughs> owner to go, or what? <laughs> that'd, be, uh, that'd be nice. Nice plus money there. He's not even the oldest owner, not by March. Uh, and uh, who else do we have? I got Tortorella at 40 to 1. What's he down to? He's at 18 to 1 on this site. Oh, uh, I like that just because the Flyers, I think, could be a shit show this year, and uh, he 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 has the potential to just go off the off the cuff and say some dumb stuff, and and uh, the Flyers management listens to the fans for once and and fires them. So uh, I like those guys. I'm not sure if any markets are actually uh, <laughs> using these. I, I, this is totally useless information here, but that's what I bet. Yeah, that's that's good to know. Yeah. All right, uh, Joey, do you have any special bets that you wanted to throw out in this show or what? Uh, are we already going to that part? I thought that, uh, okay, I mean, okay. I moved yeah. it up a little bit. I mean, okay. I, we can throw our, we can go to the to the heart trophy. I mean, we got... okay, we'll keep her moving, then we'll go to your little bets at the end there. Uh, current heart trophy odds, uh, Connor McDavid's leading the way at plus 260, Austin Matthews in second at plus 420, blaze it. Uh, Leon Drysaddle at plus 600. Uh, Nate Dog, big money Nate Dog, plus 1,000. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov, the Russian fucking sensation, plus 1,200. And Miko Rantanen, plus 1,300. Keep going uh, until you get to. It's like you, it's like you're, you Ryan were Rust. Joel reading off the. It's like you were Joel reading <laughs> off the fucking the, the, the Blackhawks roster. The Black I just we read got, what's there. 
What do you think? Right. Uh, Shout out to Fuck you. We brought this up quite a few shows ago now, is that if you want to bet on Vegas, bet on Jack Eichel to win the heart, because I think he's at 30-1 to 1 still. I think he was at like 50-1 to 1 at one point. And if they make the playoffs, if they if they finish atop that division or near the top, it's going to be Eichel having a great season. So I think 30-1, to 1, that's something you could hedge out of uh, later in the year. Otherwise, I think McKinnon, 10-1, to 1, isn't bad at all. Uh, kind of a guy like yeah, after that, maybe Kucherov, 15 to 1. I wouldn't necessarily bet any of McDavid or Matthews or Drysaddle preseason just because I don't think they're they're long enough. I'd rather kind of sprinkle a few of these. Eichel's 30 to 1, Crosby, 35 to 1, um, Sebastian Ajo, 40 to 1. Just sprinkle some, some long shots and hope one of them is in contention. The Elias Game Plan app is great for checking out all the stats on all the important stats sports did you know that the best day of the week is actually monday and thursday and sunday because it's nfl season our favorite time of the year and whether you're into fantasy leagues betting or just talking highlights you're going to want to check out the elias game plan app the last game plan app is the only sports app for the most trusted name in sports stats it's full of info and insights provided by the renowned research team it gives you everything you need to get a competitive edge from player stats team stats head-to-head comparisons and expert game analysis I use Elias Game Plan app to check out all the latest stats uh, before I'm betting, before I'm trying to make my decisions every week for my fantasy football team. So make sure you definitely check them out. You can elevate your NFL season today and download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E-L-I-A-S. And right now, I have a special offer. Get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use promo code SGPN15. That is SGPN15. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN15. And check out Run Your Pool. We're introducing Run Your Pool VIP, a brand new subscription service that helps you get an extra edge against the books on Run Your Pool, plus exclusive access to real money pools. It gets access to exclusive data to help with your weekly picks, plus premium content like in-depth guides for how to dominate your pools and exclusive swag. Use code SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP and get 50% off of your first month of Run Your Pool VIP. That's code SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. Yeah, we're, we're not using an official book of the podcast, so I, I think that I'm vindicated by just listing my own numbers, what I bet them at. It's fine. I, I bet Nakar at 20 to 1. I bet Brayden Point 100 to 1. Mm. I, I, bet Jack, I bet Jack Eichel 50 to 1. Jack Hughes, 70 to 1, and Pasternak at almost 43 to 1. And, uh, and as for these current odds at a certain unnamed sports book, uh, the best value I see would be on. Uh, uh, man, I'm just one of these blind here. But uh, uh, yeah, Jack Hughes, 60 to 1. I like that. Uh, I think that he had a great season. He's a uh, number one center, and uh, I think the Devils had a good year. So that should shorten, but. Uh, my guy, Kale McCarr, still at 15 to 1. I don't mind that at all because he's the best player in the league. He'll prove that over the next few years. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, McDavid is probably, he's, he's going to get all the money. He's going to gobble it all up, and uh, you'll get maybe some better numbers later on. But eh, you don't want to bet him now, that's for sure. Because uh, actually, you might want to bet him now <laughs> if this gets a shorter <laughs> number. But at plus 260, I'm not interested in that for a long term bet. 
on a on a hard trophy. It's uh, if McDavid or Matthews beats me, so be it. I just lose a few long shots, but uh, I'd rather just uh, pick a. I'd rather pick a few long shots and see them shorten rather than just bet it all on uh, plus two sixty, plus four twenty here if David and Matthews respectively. All right, uh, moving along here, we won't have to go through necessarily every team that we have listed here, but on certain sites, guys, you can find uh, almost like season point total matchups. So you'll have things like the Washington Capitals going against the LA Kings, and you can pick between which of those two teams uh, do or you do think will have the uh, most points at the end of the season. So there are bets like that worth playing. Um, I don't know, I'm looking at a list right now, and just off the top of my head, just out of one that I see that I do really like, uh, it's that one that I just listed to you guys. Uh, LA Kings having more points than Washington Capitals, you know. So there's things like that. It's kind of like future betting throughout the actual season, if that makes any sense. So uh, just just know that you do have your options, uh, boys. I don't know if there's anything on that list that you guys have identified, or if there's anything uh, else you have to add to that. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I think Avs minus one fifty over the Leafs plus one twenty could be a good look there. I thought you were going to list the Leafs as one of your best bets, but I think the Avs there at minus one fifty. Unless they have some sort of hangover, as long as they get better injury luck, they should be just as good, if not better, this year. Uh, I would go the other way on that, actually. I would take the least plus 120 over the Avs. Uh, just a little bit of value there. Uh, the Avs, they, they should have a, a slower start of the season, I think. I know they had some bad injury luck last season, during the regular season, and uh, losing some key parts there. Leafs mostly uh, intact, plus... Uh, I mean, it depends on the goaltending. <laughs> Matt Murray, <laughs> he, he, he's at least got to be as good as uh, Jack Campbell was at the end of the season, or they're in deep trouble. Uh, but I do like the Leafs there, plus 120 over the Avs. Uh, list here, Canadians, plus 120 over the Sharks. I, like I was that. thinking that. I kind of like that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the, the Canadians' potential. The Sharks are old as fuck, and uh, I don't like they're their trouble. prospects as much as the Canadians. Uh, Kraken over the Jets. Uh, Stars over the Bruins. I, I kind of like that. It's that's a good. That, that's a good matchup there. Yeah. Stars Bruins. I like tight. Bruins. Flames Oilers. Woo. Battle of Alberta, baby. That's pretty yeah, tight. That, see, talk about fan bets. That's that's definitely yeah. what you want to bet as a fan. Mm-hmm. Of course. I, I, I bet European soccer all the time, right? So I always bet fucking Lazio against Walmart. <laughs> they're, they're hard. They're they're hard rivals. Uh, they literally stab each other in the butts every fucking game. It it just it gets nuts there in Rome. So uh, you always want to bet on the on the the home or the uh, the team you like there in that uh, do or die matchup. So yeah, Oilers versus Flames. That's a that's a good one to bet as a fan. Um, and one more here. Uh, uh, here. Oh, I got nothing. Oh wait, yeah, Lightning plus one thirty against the Panthers minus one sixty. Lightning plus one thirty. I mean, and that, that, that's not great odds there, but uh, I like them better to uh, to beat the Panthers this year. Lightning are always consistent. Panthers, we don't know what they're getting, what we're getting from them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the Lightning there to beat them at plus one thirty. For you uh, Ottawa haters out there, you could get Detroit plus one twenty five versus I, Ottawa minus one fifty five. I don't hate that, honestly. Like I might sprinkle, you know. Yeah. Ottawa's got a lot of fire. They got a lot of. They had a better offseason. Of course, they had a better offseason. But like Detroit's been building something the right way, man. So I don't know. That would be interesting. There's options though, right? So by all mm-hmm. means, guys, if you just Google, you can find this stuff. 
everywhere, right? There's there's different books that do offer it. So take a look and see if there's anything that kind of strikes your fancy, you know? Yeah, and, sure. and if you want to know our, our thoughts on anything, just just reach out to us on Discord, Twitter, whatever, and we'll, we'll yeah. bring it up next show. Here's one cool. for our favorite listener. Buffalo Sabres plus 120 over the Blue Jackets. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be against it. Bang! Give me the cannon. Let's go. <laughs> um, uh, all right, guys. That pretty much covers that. Uh, Jolie. We did your bone. What about your bets? What do you got here? Uh, yeah, what else do I have? I have the, uh, the your favorite bet. I got the Leafs to uh, President's Cup, President's Trophy. Um, seven to one. You can find that seven fifty at certain places. I got the Hurricanes sixteen to one and Oilers fourteen to one. So that's the uh, uh, President's Trophy. So obviously the most points in the regular season. Uh, worst regular season record, I have the Sharks, 12-1, to Flyers, 18-1, to yeah. and the Coyotes at plus 360. So that works out to about uh, plus 146, did the math. I like that bet a lot, uh, despite those few, few teams, and I uh, hope the uh, Blackhawks don't sell Kane and Taves at the beginning of the season. <laughs> uh, first coach, oh, here it is. If you say Sheldon Keefe, I'm going to fucking lose it. <laughs> <laughs> he was at plus 450 when I was looking at that mark. I'm like, no, that's too short. That's such bullshit. He's not getting fired, guys. It's I'm ridiculous. On side. I'm, I'm on your side. Okay, yeah. we got three more here. We got three more. I got McCarr to win the Norris again because he's the fucking best defenseman. And why not bet the best defenseman at plus 200? <laughs> uh, uh, we got the Vezina. I got a few bets here. Uh, Georgiev, 35 to 1 because he's behind the Avalanche and the other going to. We're going to roll in the West, uh, and he gets some credit for that, especially because he had a, a mediocre season last year behind Shesterkin. Gibson, 50-1 to 1, uh, with the Ducks. <laughs> He's going to be seeing a lot of shots yet again, but as long as he doesn't uh, get too tired towards the end of the season once more, uh, that has a chance. And I, I, I do like the Ducks this year in the regular season. Ottinger, 20-1 to 1 with the Stars. Uh, we saw what he did against the Flames. Uh, awesome, awesome job there, and uh, Sorokin eleven to one. The Islanders, the Islanders, you know, were awesome defensive team. They're still going to be that, and uh, he is, I think, the third or fourth best goalie in the league. And uh, one more, we get the Calder Trophy. Cole Perfetti twelve to one. I like that a lot. The Jets are in turmoil. It's good time for a young kid to take over the team. He is an awesome player. I think the twelve to one is too long for him, uh, especially given the the. Too much credit given to McTavish. I like McTavish a lot, but I don't think that he's going to get one center minutes. Uh, a little, little bit of value added there. And uh, Olin Power, too, of course, in, the, in Buffalo is interesting, but uh, it's hard for a defenseman to win, let alone two years in a row with more insider last year. And uh, another devil, Alexander Holtz, 33-1, to killed in the HL last year. Huge goal-scoring potential. Devils going to score a lot of goals, 33 to 1. I think that there's value on Alexander Holtz with New Jersey. That's it. I, I, I have to shout out possibly um, Carter Hart, 40 to 1 to win the Vesna. You did, <laughs> you did see, here's my, here's my reasoning. You saw Bobrovsky bounce back from a 908 to a 931 save percentage with Tortorella, and he won the Vesna that, that year. Hart, he, he has the skill. He showed it in juniors, he showed it in the World Junior Championship. He has not had the defense in front of him or solid coaching in front of him. 
So I think that's going to be Tortorella's goal is to win games 2-1, 3-2 around there. And at 40-1, to if the Flyers are decent whatsoever, Hart's going to be a big part of that. So I think that that's worth a sprinkle. Yeah, you got a point. You know, if they are good, he'll be the guy. So, and if he's the guy and they're good, you know, that's pretty sure a bet. So, if you even throw a quarter unit or something on it, it's not a bad look. Um, for myself, Artists, I got no. no, no, no. Take all that money and put it on Flyers to uh, finish last in the league. <laughs> they're not finished. They're too good to finish last. John Tortorella is not letting them finish last. That's they, that, that's a sad thing. <laughs> let's see, let's see. Um, uh, yeah, I, got I hope no they finish last. I got, I got zero futures. Conor Bedard, baby. Conor Bedard did the Flyers. Would he look good in orange? I don't know. Maybe. Was, was uh, Nolan Patrick the first round or first overall pick? He went Nolan, second. He went second overall. Okay. And now Nico, he sure went the Flyers are due. The Flyers are due for the lottery. True. Gam- another gambler's fallacy there. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, guys. Anything else you guys want to add in before we uh, wrap up here or what? Go Birds. <laughs> he says yeah you said chargers wrong um all right everybody go check out the sports gambling podcast every website that's the place to be man all the sports popping off nhl is right around the fucking corner we're so fucking excited football's doing its thing college football is absolutely incredible nba will be starting up soon baseball's what are they two billion games into their two billion and one game season so that's wrapping up soon it's getting the playoffs that'll be sick uh, Formula One's doing its thing, NASCAR, I don't know, everything's ripping, man. So go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, download the app as well. That's where we, you know, there's a lot of pics that are posted there, so be able to check it out. You can follow us on there as well. Uh, and of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the fucking Discord. Get your ass in the Discord. It's going to be a blast this season, man. And keep an eye out for that uh, Fantasy League for hockey that we were talking about last show. We'll be getting that fired up as well. So shout out to all our friends and pals in the Slack. And I hope you all enjoyed Joel's Bone. Yeah, glad you mentioned the, the Fantasy League. Uh, I'm going to put another message in there for people to send me their emails and stuff if they want to be added, and then we'll decide what. If we're on Yahoo, ESPN, maybe on Sleeper, maybe on maybe on NHL.com, some, wherever, we'll decide. And make sure you get to us on Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Subscribe to us on Apple, SGN, sg.pn slash hockey. And leave us a five-star rating and review. And give us a follow on Twitter at HockeySGPN. And if you get, and, you know, we said it before, if you guys liked more of kind of this content, right, where we're talking, you know, little ins and outs or little tricks or little things that, you know, guys like Joel, Ryan, myself, we kind of picked up on, you know, over gambling and stuff. Let us know. We'll definitely do more shit like this. We'll, like I said, we'll get Joel's bone going again. We'll get Ryan's bone going. We'll get my bone going. So uh, let us know if you want our collective bones in your life. Um, all right, everybody. My name, <laughs> my girlfriend's looking at me like you're fucked in the head. Uh, all right, everybody, my name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer. You can find me fading the public, fading the public, because your uncle's $20 bet on the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> I mean, one fucking shit. Yo, be nice to Uncle Kevin, asshole. Peace. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs>